Welcome to episode 32 of the Moms That Lead podcast. This is Terry Schmidt, your host, and all I can say right now is, wow, what a week. An insurrection at our nation's capital, record deaths from a global pandemic, an economy that's suffering from the weight of it all, families and friendships strained due to polarized opinions, and although there are glimmers of hope, there's still so much uncertainty and no clear end in sight. And as leaders and moms, you're still responsible for moving forward. Not only that, but you have a responsibility to carry yourselves in a way that motivates others to keep moving forward. It's no easy task. But I think we can learn a lot from Melanie's story last week that will give us hope. You know, when I plan to start with perseverance as our first character trait that female leaders excel in, I thought it would be a good tie-in to our New Year goal planning. In fact, one of my daughter's favorite quotes is, you only fail when you stop trying. But given what's happened so far this year, I think it's even more important to talk about how perseverance can get you through dark, difficult, and uncertain times. I know from my personal experience, it was re-listening to Melanie's story last week that enabled me to keep moving forward, to persevere during some days that I wanted to do anything but work on my personal goals. So today we're going to go deeper with some of the takeaways from Melanie's story told in episode 31 and come out with some practical ways that you can make perseverance a part of your leadership life. Although the tips can be used for all goals, whether they be for yourself or your team, We'll focus our examples today mostly on personal leadership development. But first, let's start with the intro. Hey, are you ready to jump off the hamster wheel and finally listen to that voice inside that says you were meant for more? Are you ready to replace overwhelm with calm and clarity, self-doubt with confidence, and mom guilt with connection? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Moms That Lead podcast, where we know that moms have a unique ability to be world changers and that leadership is not about position. But instead, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, then you are a leader. I'm Terry Schmidt, your host and leadership mentor, determined to bring you the inspiration, motivation, and practical tips to help you live your best life. I'm a corporate leader and coach turned nonprofit founder. My family's journey to completing an Ironman triathlon changed my life forever, and I want to be your friend on the journey to gain the clarity, confidence, and connection that I gained from that experience. So if you're ready to ditch mom guilt and activate your strengths, let's jump in. Okay, before we get started, if you haven't listened to Melanie's story of climbing Mount Kilimanjaro in last week's episode, I strongly encourage you to do that now. It was a story of adventure, of facing obstacles, of adapting to change, and most of all, of perseverance. And reflecting on her story, researching perseverance, and seeing stories of it all around me, these three takeaways rose to the top in terms of being practical tips that we can apply right away to persevere in our lives. Number one, know and stick to your summit. Number two, Set yourself up for success. And number three, find feet to follow in the darkness and just keep putting one foot in front of the other. So let's start with knowing your summit. We've talked quite a bit about knowing your purpose 
and that at Moms That Lead, I define your purpose as the overlap of your strengths, passion, and values. Check out episodes 4 and 28 through 30 for more detail about how to really define your purpose. And although knowing your purpose is very important, your summit is not necessarily your purpose, but it is instead the goals that you develop to bring that purpose to those you lead. So for Melanie, her summit was the physical summit of Mount Kilimanjaro, but her purpose was to empower women. For me, if you've been listening a while, you know my purpose is to unleash the leadership power of moms by helping them gain clarity around their unique purpose or contribution to the world. That's what I'm fighting for. That's what keeps me going. But my summit might be to engage a certain number of women in coaching so that they can gain that clarity. So to know your summit, you need to know your why or your purpose and the goals that are driven by that purpose. But you don't just need to know them. You need to believe in them enough to stick with them. Sometimes that's the hardest part. As Melanie said, often those voices can creep in that ask, why am I even doing this? Is it even going to matter? That can make it really difficult to persevere. But there is hope. Some work up front can help you turn down the volume on those negative voices. I was recently listening to a TEDx talk by Dr. Scott Geller on the psychology of self-motivation, and he brought up three critical questions from the research of Albert Bandura that help to determine if you'll stay motivated to work toward the summit or the goal that you've set out toward. First, he suggested that you ask yourself, can you do it? Do you feel that you are capable of achieving that goal? Second, do you believe that it will work? Do you believe that if you achieve that goal, it will have the impact that you want to have? And third, is it worth it? Is it worth any sacrifices that you need to make? Is it worth prioritizing that over other things in your life? The better answers you have to those questions, the more likely you'll be able to stick to your summit. Let's look at the can you do it. You may have heard that called self-efficacy. But basically it's saying, do you believe that you have the capability to accomplish that goal. If you don't believe that you can do it, you won't. And second, that impact question. Do you believe that what you're doing is actually going to make the change that you want to make? And finally, does it even matter? Is it worth it? Is it worth the challenges that you're going to have to overcome? Is it worth the growth that you're going to have to go through? Is it worth whatever in your life you're going to have to give up to accomplish that goal? So what I'd like you to do now is think of your own summit or your own goal, that which you're striving toward in terms of your leadership development this year. Do you believe that you can accomplish that goal? Do you believe it will have the impact that you're hoping to have, that it will result in the changes in your life and the lives of those that you lead that you long for? And is it worth the time and energy and emotion that you're going to need to invest in order to accomplish that goal? Once you've taken some time to do that and you know your summit and you're committed to stick to it, the next practical step toward persevering as a leader is to set yourself up for success. Now, again, these tips really apply even when the path toward your summit is fairly easy, but even more so when you find yourself faced by many obstacles, uncertainties, or even if you just feel unmotivated to keep moving forward. The first part of setting yourself up for success is to break down your goal into smaller steps. You have likely heard this advice before, but did you know that it's actually backed by brain science? When you commit yourself to accomplish a task during the day, and then you actually accomplish it, 
your brain can receive a spike of dopamine, a neurotransmitter that can create a sense of pleasure. That, in turn, creates your desire to accomplish the next small goal. Maybe you've felt this when crossing items off your to-do list. I know that's one of my favorite things to do at the end of the day. So if you have your path to your summit broken down into smaller, achievable goals, you're setting yourself up for a recurring cycle of reinforcement. Melanie experienced this when she forced herself to put on her shoes and get out to walk, no matter how she felt, when she was training for her journey to the summit of Mount Kilimanjaro. And I feel it when I get to hit publish on this podcast each week. In addition to the small goals, it's incredibly helpful to set what James Clear calls implementation intentions in his book, Atomic Habits. When you're setting these small steps toward the summit, don't just say that you're going to do it, but write down the when and the how. This is incredibly helpful for sticking with commitments you make to yourself on the path to your summit. For example, if you know that you need to read books for professional development of skills that your summit requires, don't just say that you're going to read one book a week. Say something like, as soon as I put the kids to bed, I will come to this chair and read at least one chapter, and then make it easy for yourself to do it. Put your book right next to your chair. Finally, in setting yourself up for success, make a commitment to learn not just from the summit, but also from the journey. A past podcast guest, Lori Mazikas, posted about this on her Instagram feed at The Misfit Mom. She wrote, There are many paths to take you to your destination. Some paths get you to the goal quickly, but don't teach you much along the way. Then the results fade once you accomplish your goal. Other paths teach you a slower, but more long-lasting approach that improves multiple areas of your life at once. Then the end becomes another beginning. The beginning of a healthier life with new dreams that are possible, versus having to start with the same journey over again and again. Research the journey as much as you research the destination, because although many paths lead to the same goal, some journeys offer more along the way. Don't you love that? I've always heard that it's more about the journey than the destination, but never thought about being intentional about the path you're taking toward a personal development goal so that you can learn the most possible from the journey itself. Okay, finally, the tip that has been most helpful for me this past week comes from the image that Melanie shared about the last leg of her trip to the summit. Do you remember? She was talking about how it was pitch black with freezing wind whipping in her face and she couldn't even see the summit that she was headed toward and how all she could do was follow the feet of her guide and put one foot in front of the other over and over again. So when we're in dark times, Sometimes it's about looking up, checking that you're headed in the right direction, and then following a guide you can trust, focusing on putting one foot in front of the other over and over again, whether you feel like it or not. As Robert Frost said in his poem, A Servant to Servants, the best way out is always through. And as the book of Romans in the Christian Bible says, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not disappoint us. Perseverance is not just about getting through tough situations. It's about finding ways to endure on a worthwhile journey. So what is your summit? How will you set yourself up for success? 
And whose feet will you follow when all you can do is put your head down and focus on putting one foot in front of the other? As moms and leaders, we are likely to have the luxury, cue the air quotes, of more difficult journeys that we can use to hone our trait of perseverance. How will you use those journeys to lead those around you? Keep going. Keep moving forward. And until next time, lead with love.